country. Five-star defensive lineman Williams and Winery coming off a trip to Oklahoma. What about the Sooners has impressed him? Well, he's been there four or five times, and I think that Oklahoma is an excellent position. They're coming off the number four recruiting class in the country last year, and I'm not sure there's a pro- prospect in the country they covet more than Williams Nguyenary out of Lee Summit, Missouri. And yeah, his relationships with Coach Bates and Coach Chavis, that's a, that's a big part. He got a chance to get some one-on-one time with Coach Venables. He likes the direction of the program and feels good about the player development that he would get playing for such an experienced coaching staff. He talked about how wired uh, Coach Venables is in, in the Soul Mission program uh, is also a big thing that Oklahoma has going in its favor here. So there's a, there's obviously no question that the Sooners are on the short list for Williams Nguyenary as he continues his process. Sounds like you and Parker Thune on uh, lock it up and lock it in at two o'clock. Feel Ooh, like like that one starting to trend in Oklahoma's favor on that one. Well, it sounds like OU uh, took the lead this past weekend at that Ooh. elite junior day. Um, and if that's true, then it means that OU leads for the number three overall player, who's a defensive lineman. Arguably the number four overall player who's a defensive lineman, Mm. and they'll be getting a visit soon with a chance at the number six overall player who's the number one linebacker. Wow. So three of the top six players uh, you're in on, and all three of those are defensive guys. Man. Times have changed here uh, recruiting-wise, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, We'll see how all that works itself out. Uh, we need a lot of things to happen. We need to win uh, games, win football games come this fall. We need to continue to be able to be competitive with the uh, rest of the uh, the landscape going after those top recruits in the NIL world. I think we're getting there. Got a lot of positive momentum. Facilities that we were just talking about moved to the Southeastern Conference. So there's a lot of good things going our direction. But, yeah, I think – I don't know if it's the most important. It's definitely uh, crucial whenever it comes to recruiting. But I, it seems like your record that year has less to do with recruiting than you would expect. But – Well, when you have past success, I think that helps out a little bit. Right. You know? and, I, and I think that's what's really helping OU in this 2024 recruiting cycle is it was a bad year, but – look at you know what we've done previously a one-off okay no harm no foul two bad years in a row that's that's gonna be a little bit more difficult that's sure. whenever and, the and narrative it just, and it just adds into why this is such a massive year for OU football like everything points towards they need to have at least a double digit win year this year which I want the text line to think about this for a few minutes because we're going to talk about it later in the show what they feel like baseline expectations are going to be this upcoming season. And you always like to point out, and it is true, that expectations change based on what you look like early in the year or as the year goes on. But I'm just curious as to, in the month of March, what people think baseline expectations are uh, next season. Well, if the baseline expectation is 10 wins, and at the end of the year – you're right there about to win 10 games. 
that's not going to continue to be the expectation. The expectation will now be better win the Big 12. It's a good point. If you start off 10-0 and 0 and reach that, it's not like, well, whatever happens from here on out, it's just icing on the top. And no. uh, right now, if it's make it to the Big 12 championship game, I, once you feel like you're going to get there, now it's going to be you better win it. Uh, it's the same thing as, as like the, like, okay, if the baseline expectation is think we win the Big 12 and you win it, like that's no longer a success. Now it needs to be you need to make the semifinal. And once you make a semifinal, like, that no longer is okay. Now you got to win a semifinal game, right? So it's always going to adjust along the way. But frankly, that's how it, that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, there's no text line, 405-651-3439. So here's kind of the highlights from the OU Board of Regents meeting. OU salary pool for their 10 assistant football coaches this year. This is uh, according to Eric Bailey. $7.775 million. That's their uh, assistant salary pool for this year. That sounds like that's very on par with a lot of those SEC schools, you know, Bama and some others. Um, Your highest salary as an assistant is your offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy, at $1.9 million. Lowest salary is your safeties coach, uh, Brandon Hall, at 350 But salary, uh, salary pool-wise, $7.775 million. That's going to stack up with most teams, pretty much just about every team in the SEC. Yeah. You, you would think that it, it has to be really close. Um, with the amount of guys they have behind the scenes. Um, now, I don't know why, who, who all is that pool for. Is that just just the just your full time assistants pool? That's your I believe. That's your, your I believe. It's not. I can analysts do the math. And, I can do the math on this. Well, I if we're just talking about the on field uh, air quotes coaches, your position coaches, your coordinators, those things, then I, I would it imagine is. it's got to be it's got to be on par with with most and probably well with the top schools. You got two coordinators that are making over a million bucks. One's knocking on the door of two million. Yeah. Yeah. I, Lebby's making one point nine. Roof's making one point one five. Bates is making six hundred and sixty-five K. Beanbow's making eight hundred and twenty K. Beanbow's your uh, third highest paid assistant. He's gotta be the highest paid offensive line coach in college football. Gotta be, right? Eight hundred and twenty k would not doubt it. I think your I don't know if your strength and conditioning pulls out of that same pool or not, but I know Schmitty is uh, very well compensated. So Valai's making seven hundred k, Chavis six hundred k, Emmett Jones your newest hire is five fifty, Joe John is five twenty, Demarco is five hundred k, Brandon Hall three hundred fifty k. So I don't know if that adds up to seven point seven mil or not, but. See, and, and this is – it just goes back to it. And I know there's probably people out there just, you know, shaking their heads, scoffing at the the notion of guys making that much money to coach football just to be a position coach. But I, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on who you ask, hmm. that is the market, right? That That's what the market is for top coaches. You want to keep those guys, you've got to continue to pay them you know what? What the market is is set out there. Joe John going to be able to to take offensive coordinator jobs at a lot of places. I mean, you, you look at some of like Demarco Murray, like all these guys, Bill Bedenboe to the NFL. I mean, there's a lot of guys. 
there is a market for really good coaches out there, and we happen to have a good group of them. So, yeah. Text line wants to know if the Board of Regents approved new rims for Doc Sadler's van. <laughs> yeah, I hope the storms haven't damaged the van sitting out there outside the LMC. Nice. I wonder if he just said, uh, oh, hell, uh, Coach, I'll just take the van up there to Kansas City. You guys just go ahead and fly up there. Probably. Me and the wife just going to drive up there. We've got to save some money with how much we're paying the OU assistant coaches pool. Why don't you go ahead and take the van and save us a seat on the charter? Here's a gas card. Have <laughs> gas card. Uh, DeMarco Murray probably needs more IMO from the 405. There's a take we don't hear a lot on the text line. Hey, here's how much your assistant coaches are making. They're making a lot. And someone's saying, actually, I think one of our assistant coaches needs to be paid even more. But, it, it, like, as you said earlier, you're going to have to pay him a lot because he's got options. He can go do something else which includes just hanging out with his family for a while. Yeah. it's It becomes really difficult whenever someone's option is nothing, you know, whenever they could just go not do anything and be just fine. Uh, you'll never hear me uh, say anything other than DeMarco Murray needs more. I, I agree with that statement 100%. If for anything, we'll, we're paying him for past services with how good of a running back he was. He's now getting the NIO money yeah. that he never uh, that he never got while he was at OU. Sure, I can justify that rather easily. Start actually, signing guys to retroactive NIL deals. Well, maybe that's why Gerald McCoy is hitting that he's going to come <laughs> back, right? Nice. Which that's another guy that you just might need to pay him a whole lot of money. What do you think? Is is Gerald McCoy coming back? Um, I think at some point, yeah, he'll he'll come back. Um, do you know what he's doing right now? Like what he's got going on? No. Do you know where he's living? Is he living in the Dallas area? Is he living up here? I, I have no idea. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Did Did he start like a uh, like a YouTube channel or a podcast maybe. or something? I remember he was on with uh, Toby maybe back during football season. Yeah. And he said he wanted to be an actor at the time. That's something he wanted huh. to get into. I don't know if he still has that passion or not, but I, I could see him being involved in some capacity at yeah. some point. Um, what will OU's new $175 million football facility include? Well, according to Joe C., quote, everything you could think of, practice fields to strength and conditioning, training, recovery, nutrition, dining areas, meeting rooms, locker rooms in a variety of different elements. So, what you, uh, what you said for a while now kind of looks like they want one all-encompassing facility, and that's like what this sounds like that it is. It's going to do everything right there in one spot. Um, yeah, practice fields, indoor, outdoor. One-stop shop is, one -stop is shop, what it sounds like. Strength and conditioning, cafeteria. It, the only know, thing that it won't have is the stadium that you're going to play in on Saturdays, basically, and where you sleep at night. But actually, Teddy's saying you could move in the stadium over there with how big of a facility it is. Actually, in perhaps a way, it may have actually both of those things that you suggested. Oh, uh, like a uh, bridge over to the stadium or something like that? Maybe so. Maybe so. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know – I haven't seen any final plans or renderings, but I'm sure they've got something up their sleeve for it, and it's going to be unbelievable. And I saw a text uh, roll through there a moment ago, and we kind of hit on it yesterday with Florida's 
brand new facility that just opened cost them what 80 million and Oklahoma's about to build one that's going to cost in the neighborhood of a hundred million dollars more than what Florida just opened so yeah I would imagine it's going to have absolutely anything and everything that you could ever imagine and here's the thing we talked about this in the first hour the real beauty of it is you don't lose the Switzer Center at all. I know. So you operate just as you have. You don't have to make any real concessions, at least that I know of, right now in the way that you practice and prepare and meet. Like you don't, you're not going out to the temporary trailers for for a year while they're trying to build that thing. And by the size of it, it may take longer <laughs> than a year to build. I think originally heard maybe try and get it be moved into it by the 2025 season is that right yeah i actually would like for them to be in a uh in a trailer out there outside the stadium they they fared pretty well the uh, two times i remember that was the case the 2016 season weren't they out in the trailer and they won the big 12 championship that year 1999 i know they were in the trailer and that was the year that really started to get things turned around so yeah well more hey, trailers equals more success in my opinion a lot of people have felt that way and that's nothing new you know the ancient greeks in sparta tyler believed uh bathing in warm water made you a coward so they only took showers and baths in freezing cold water to get tough so you know maybe there is something i think that take has withstood the test of time by the way i think there could be some truth to that the nicer things you have the more comfortable you are maybe the performance slips i don't know but um we're gonna be taking a big downturn then because we're about to have maybe the best digs in college football no but i think it's a good thing you have to do it i mean absolutely have to do it and like i said the ability to keep the Switzer Center totally operational while you're building the new one is a luxury that I don't know that anyone else has really been able to have. Maybe they have, but for us, I know that hasn't been something that we've been able to do. Anytime that we've had a big renovation, it's come at uh, you know a cost of where you meet and where your locker rooms are and, and all those things. Yeah, uh, zip line from new facility to the Switzer Center asks the nine five one. I actually, I believe they've commissioned. Um. Uh, why can't Elon Musk to build a hyperloop Ooh. under the ground uh, to to take everyone from the the zip line? Every time, like I see, like the zip line, I don't know why. The first thing that I think of, like facility wise, outside of OU, is that slide at Clemson every single time. Yeah, hey, who goes down a slide and doesn't smile? That's why we put it there for our players to smile down there while they're going to practice. So, right. Oh, maybe they'll big a maybe they'll build a bigger slide than what Clemson has from the well, new facility to the stadium. Here's the thing: I, it would not surprise me if they had a slide in there, and think maybe we've talked about this before. Uh, one of the biggest things that you have to fight against in college football is the 20 hour rule, right? You can only have guys for mandatory activities in season. You can only have them there for 20 hours and you got to just think about a football team with 115 guys, including walk-ons and scholarship guys. You've got, I don't know how many coaches do we have now staff and 
um, analyst and, and all of the people. We got it, like five former linebackers at least, so it's yeah. times you, that by it. You have to move guys from team meeting to special teams meeting to position meetings to getting taped to walk through out on the field, and all of those things take a massive amount of time. And we laugh at the slide, but the point of the slide was to get guys from meetings to the field faster. It's all about being more efficient with your time. And, you know, that's one of the things about our facilities now. Our facilities at the Switzer Center that were just done in, what, 18, 2018, they're beautiful. But one of the problems is they're just not perfectly efficient whenever it comes to moving all of those people around. That's why you need kind of a central hub, and it's all about that 20-hour rule, and, and the the clock is constantly ticking on the staff to get all the things done that they need to get done. So, we'll see. I, I, I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, text line says, by the way, uh, can OU get Dave Hunziker to announce their new facility upgrades? Would it sound something uh, – let me see if I can find it. Would it sound anything like this? Other aspects of the vision plan include additional facilities for the Cowgirl Equestrian Program, <laughs> upgrades to Karsten Creek, the creation of a welcome plaza east of gallagher Arena, and improvements to the seating bowl of Boone Pickett Stadium, a project which is already underway. Our commitment to excellence has been tested once again, this time by a fork in the road initiated by realignment. Once again, OSU has an answer. We're all in. We're all in, baby. All in. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you being on call for the show every afternoon. We're all in. They even have the all-in chips over there at OU, so it just it just fits. Ah, that's right. Yes, we can call Dave Hunziker to announce those stadium upgrades. Should we uh, should we send a cease and desist for them stealing the all-in from yeah. Venables? Yeah, I think uh, Valai even tweeted that out today, <laughs> oh, he actually. Did? <laughs> so. Well, he didn't tweet out the cease and desist. He did tweet out the poker chip. Uh, nice. All right, we got we got a ton of text to get to coming up next. All right, we'll let's hit a those. quick timeout. Keep them coming, 651-3439. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Sooner Nation, the OU women's gymnastics season is underway and your defending national champions need your support inside the Lloyd Noble Center. The Sooners will host Arizona State in their final home meet of the regular season on Sunday, March 12th at 1.45 p.m. For tickets to see the best show in town during the regular season finale, visit Soonersports.com tickets and secure your seats today. Boomer Sooner! Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. 
They are the experts. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. The best 68-team giveaway in the state is back. It's the Ref's 22nd Annual Central Oklahoma Buick GMC 68-team giveaway. Join us March 13th at Buffalo Wild Wings and more from noon to 7 with more ways to win than ever before. Come to the home of wings, beer, and sports for a chance to get a team from the field of 68. Every person who gets a team gets a shot at one of our many great prizes. From River Spirit Casino Resort, Cavens Maintenance Solutions, Extreme Outdoor Equipment, Riverwind Casino and Hotel, JR's Barbecue, Mitchell's Jewelry, Country Equipment, Big Boys Guns Ammo and Range, Amini's Galleria, Frontier City, and many more. Even members of the Ref Army who don't get a team still have a chance at one of our many instant prizes. Can't make it to the giveaway? No problem. Sign up today at KRF.com for your chance to win one of 16 teams teams will give away to the ref army who sign up online and if you're going you can double your entry by signing up online at kref.com by 6 p.m friday march 10th that's the ref's 22nd annual central oklahoma buick gmc 68 team giveaway on monday march 13th at buffalo wild wings of moore from noon to seven join us for your chance to win big from the big dance the home of sooner fans and the home for the best giveaways this march This is DJ Newsom with Valiance Bank. At Valiance Bank, we practice relationship banking. That means we strive to understand your goals and create customized solutions. With rising interest rates and inflation being felt in many areas, you need a trusted banker who can help you weather the complicated financial environment. The team at Valiance Bank are here to listen and help. Whether you're undertaking a new business venture, purchasing a home, or simply want more convenience, Valiance Bank is here for you. Visit valiance.bank or stop by our Norman branch at University North Park. Inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio, Tyler McComas, Teddy Layman. It is the rush on the ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. Uh, Josie is saying that the SEC has yet to decide if there will be an eight or nine conference games and who the three permanent opponents are going to be. He does say that one thing they have agreed on is each school rotating to visit every school once every four years. So we're going to get that. That's cool. Yeah. Teddy's got his fist up in the air right now. He is celebrating silently behind the microphone. He is happy that we are going to see max amount of SEC schools around here every four years. That's good news. Well. That might be better news than the 3-6 model or whatever they're going to do, honestly. Well, the 3-6 model actually, you know, it works that out kind of perfectly. Um. I'm trying to think how they do it. If if you play an eight game conference slate, would they do two locked in? They may opponents? do. I think with the eight, they're just going to do one. Just do one. Yeah, one and seven. 
Um, does that math work out to see every team the, hey, home and away? I don't know, but we're the wrong guys to ask. I right. know that. <laughs> I know that much. Well, that's that's the one thing I've 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 really wanted because that means less manipulation of schedule, and everyone gets every fan base, every player gets to see every place in the Southeastern Conference during their cycle, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I would just tell Joe C., like, hey, um, I believe you. If the SEC hasn't decided if it's eight or nine conference games and who the three opponent uh, permanent opponents are, we you just need – the SEC needs to tell other SEC head coaches that, that they haven't decided just yet. Because we already have had two head coaches, one at LSU and one at Alabama, basically blurt out what it's going to look like for everyone. Now – I heard this on um, Steely and Thune. And I can't remember who referenced it. Maybe it was both. I feel like maybe it was Parker that the, the thought of Oklahoma and Arkansas as permanent opponents got pushed back. Back from yeah. the administration, but not we don't know what administration. Right? I uh, he I did hear him say that. I have not heard that before. I have not heard that from the OU side. Um, I haven't heard it from the Arkansas side either. That would uh, that would surprise me a little bit if that was. Like, what would the pushback be from the OU side of things? Well, I guess it all depends. Were. Or Missouri and Texas already locked in and there was pushback against Arkansas? That could be the case. Or sure. was it Texas and Florida and there was pushback on Arkansas instead of Missouri? I, there's there's too many variables there to exactly know like, what well, it may, I guess or may there, not have been. Well, if from a competitive standpoint, I guess maybe it would make the most sense if it was Arkansas saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We already have to play. Like I think Texas was in theirs. I, I forget who their three were. Was LSU? Was that no? One of I don't think LSU was. I mean, was it Texas? I, I forget who. But if they had a, if they were presented with a three that was way too difficult, maybe they said, "You got to take Oklahoma out of this equation." Are you yeah. Are you serious? Like, come on. I don't know. I if if I was the administration, and I Oklahoma. And Missouri, Texas were locked in, and Arkansas was the third. I I may say, I may push back because I want to have some presence in a state like Florida, like in a in a recruiting area that's a little bit outside of our immediate circle, which we're you know we're kind of already yeah. in anyways. Like we want to be able to branch out a little bit into some some well, other big especially areas. with the staff that has a lot of ties in the state of Florida, you yeah. know. Yeah, bring it up all the time. But OU signed three of the top thirty players in Florida last year. I don't remember another year where they've ever accomplished that before. It may be the single best job an OU staff has ever done in the state of Florida in one recruiting class. So you would think that they want to continue to be active there. Right. Um, do the math. You can't play every team home and away in four years. Yeah, I think you can. Right. I again, maybe so. We're the wrong guys to ask, but I, I was led to believe that under that one, like you could, you could make it work. Well, yeah, you because you would play eight teams home and away every year, right? Yes. 
and you're already going to play three, you're already going to see the, the three permanent saying. opponents. Yes, you're going to see them every year. You're three permanent, so... Count count yourself, so that's four that take away. Right. And there's 16 teams total, right? Correct, yes. So you just have 12 teams remaining, and that's... In a four-year cycle, yes. And that's your six games in a four-year cycle that you'd play the other six home and away in a four-year cycle. So... In my uh, limited math, that's how that would work out. So, we'll see. Ty from Bartlesville says, I have a problem with how Teddy says Missouri. What do you say, Missouri? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Gunner from Grove, it's a good thing Caleb Williams isn't here anymore or the facilities upgrade would have to include a nail salon Mm. in the players' lounge. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. And maybe like a – like a Louis Vuitton display or something where you can can go shopping, I guess. Yeah, like you convert uh, your NIL money to Louis bucks or something like that. Maybe it'll have like a virtual reality where you go put on a little helmet and you can walk uh, Rodeo Drive. <laughs> or a uh, vending machine that just uh, gets <laughs> Louis, Louis yeah. Vuitton clutches out. Yeah, that's great. Oh, God. Do you guys have an extra hundred? I'm a hundred short of this uh, two thousand dollar Louis Vuitton clutch. I'm a hundred dollars short. Can you guys spot me? Yeah. Well. Um, oh, is there any smoke to Jim Leonard no, being to added that. to the coaching staff? Yes, there is smoke. No, not legitimate smoke. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's marijuana smoke, perhaps. Oh. No, Jim Leonard is not going to be added to the staff. I don't believe now. I guess right, maybe he could be added to the staff as an analyst. But I don't know. I don't think that I think that would have probably already happened if it was going to be the case. If he was going to be a defensive coordinator, I feel like it already would have happened. Uh, I don't think the him coming to talk at a coaches convention is like a, it's a not the secret, end all sign. A right. secret way to get him here and aligned with, with Oklahoma, but I don't know. Uh let's see. The one seven and three six models both allow you to play all teams home and away in a four year cycle. The guy who said do the math obviously doesn't know how to do math. That's from the nine one eight. Uh another one, uh Robert from Yukon, one seven and three six both allow each team to play home and away at every other school. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I think so. Um which on it like that makes me so happy. That makes me very, very happy. Four years to see every school in the Southeastern Conference? As excited as I am to see Florida every single year, allegedly, I'm way more excited that I get to see everyone else at home or on the road in a four-year span. I I think that that's awesome. And I think it's going to be great when Georgia plays at OU before Georgia plays at Texas A&M. And it'll be like 14 years after the fact. That'll be awesome. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. But, but just from an excitement standpoint, like you know who you're going to see in four years. From a competitive standpoint, like all, all of that's great. That's that's awesome news. Yeah. You're smirking at something. What, what are you looking at? Tyler's surprisingly comfortable with the term clutch. I noticed that. I did pick up on that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's. I was just trying to think about what could fit in a vending machine, and, and clutch did come to mind. That's what so. happens when you take a kid out of Verdon and and put him up there in Edmond with all the rich. Yeah, elites. not a lot of clutches uh, last <laughs> night at Verdon High School. Uh, you know, that was the first thing that I, that oh, I yeah. noticed. 
Uh, add Gary Patterson to the staff, please. Two laughing face emojis on that one. Yeah, well, uh, what's, what's, what did he say he's going to do? Step away for a little while or he, something? Yeah, he's going to take his wife on a nice vacation. Nice. Uh, spend some time with the family and grandkids uh, because he basically got fired at TCU and then jumped right into the Texas gig. So he's like, I owe yeah. them some time, and then I want to do something in college football on a larger scale. Yeah. Well, so we think he's vying for the Vanderbilt job so he can uh, either, sing and coach at the same time. Either that or he's wanting to do like maybe some of the national TV stuff or something. I don't know. It would be awesome if he was the head coach at Vanderbilt. The head coach of any school canceled the band's halftime performance and just performed himself <laughs> at halftime every single home game. Uh, he's like the A&M band, right? When they show. When they come to town, like everyone lets the A&M band perform at halftime. That's that's Gary Patterson. He performs home and away at halftime. 20-minute set. Do they let A&M perform at halftime, or is it something that A&M like, mandates oh, that you have Haven't to Haven't you do? heard our band's awesome? You should, right. you should probably let us play. Um, I saw the text. I did the math wrongly. Uh, well, join the crowd. It does say, I'm a moron, apologies. Hey, Again, join the crowd on that one. Yeah, uh, I mess up something mathematically daily. So. I, we just know our lane, not to even attempt to do it on the fly. <laughs> yeah, anytime you're about to make some big uh, proclamation of what it is, always leave yourself some type of out. That was a pop quiz math <laughs> question, and Teddy and I elected just to look on the answer sheet of uh, the text yeah. line, essentially. We looked at, looked at our neighbor. That's pretty good. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio. ...access new technologies to improve mobility. Whole Health is changing primary and specialty care at VA. For the care, respect, and compassion veterans deserve. Choose VA. Visit choose.va.gov. West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At WYG, communication is a priority. West Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Store number one is. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but um, David um, Daniel Jones with the Giants has gotten a $160 million deal. Jeez. Um He's been okay. He had a better year this year. The Giants offense did. Uh, just, ah, man, the number for these quarterbacks has just gotten so ridiculous that guys – and I, I don't, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback, but – Oh, really? You're not? You're not the one saying that? I'm sure the New York media is, but okay. Doesn't it seem odd that we've gotten – to really quickly to a guy like Daniel Jones making $40 million a year well, is like... These quarterbacks have mastered playing the one game they need to to put the franchise in an incredibly difficult position. Yeah. And then, like, the game following... Because he had a big game against the Vikings in the playoffs this year, right? Right. That was his, the best game of his career. And then he followed it up with a very poor performance against the Eagles. So, I wouldn't have given him that much money, but I guess that's easy to say for uh, from where I'm standing. Yeah, it's wild. And... You know, and here's the Ravens. They've got a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, and they've informed the league that they're going to place the franchise tag, um, the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means 
other teams have the ability to come in and uh, engage in, in contract talks with Lamar Jackson, and they're basically saying if someone really wants him, you know, if you want to give the compensation, you can take him. Come so, on, Dan Snyder. Make this your final move as the commander's owner before you uh, <laughs> ride off into the sunset. I just I, I thought that that was – I mean, you've got two, like, widely, uh, wildly separate deals. you got the Giants paying a ton of money for a guy that really hasn't done much, and you got the Ravens basically saying, uh, highest bidder, come on, for uh, Lamar Jackson. I thought that that was uh, – that was pretty wild. That's all I got today. Uh, I guess there's billboard wars going on with uh, two collegiate programs. If I were to say that there's billboard wars going on in collegiate sports, like who would you guess, Like just off the top of your head, like a, a couple of rivalries that would make sense for that? To, for, for billboards? Billboard wars. Like someone says one thing, the other school says something back that's a shot at the other billboard. Like Who do you immediately think of? Oh, I think of like Texas and Texas A and M. Okay, yeah, that's a good one, right? Maybe Alabama, Auburn. It it's definitely yeah. sounds very SEC ish, right? It does. Um, it's not. It's actually UTEP and New Mexico State <laughs> who are having uh, <laughs> billboard wars right now. Now it's not a long drive from Las Cruces to uh, El Paso, but uh, yeah, that's what's going on right now. I guess New Mexico State they have a long-standing billboard of uh, "You Look Better in Crimson." with a New Mexico State student wearing a maroon New Mexico State t-shirt and UTEP has a t-shirt that or a billboard that says pick your future not a color and it has that same girl on the billboard it's not really her but it has her back turned making like the UTEP hand signal wow so UTEP and New Mexico State locked in a billboard battle right now that's that's fascinating um very similar to OSU this has been like a two or three year thing have you noticed that they've been putting up billboards just like right outside of Norman off I-35? No. Yeah, they, they've been doing that for you a You know few what? Years Actually, now. now that you said that, I, I do remember that. That's funny because you, when you said El Paso's close to Las Cruces, it you is. You said no way? You thought no way initially? Well, I, I was like, well, I think it's yeah. I-10 is that highway. Dude, El Paso is – it's further west than Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's further west is, than Denver. Like right in the middle of the state. It's almost further than uh, Albuquerque. It's cr- That's crazy. I mean, El Paso is probably like four hours closer to Phoenix than it is to, to like San Antonio or Dallas. That's nuts. Uh, a crystal ball dropped this weekend. The one that we've been talking about for the past two days – Five-star defensive lineman, Williams uh, Winery out of the Kansas City yeah. area, number one defensive lineman. But Dylan Riola, number one overall player, number one quarterback, was at USC this weekend, and there were a few crystal draw uh, balls that dropped for him to uh, to Lincoln Riley and USC. Uh, yeah, I he has really – he's always liked Lincoln. You know, whenever Lincoln was at Oklahoma, he wanted to come to Oklahoma really, really bad. Um, then whenever Lincoln left and went to USC, um, family wasn't really excited about that. Uh, but time tends to heal all wounds and feels like perhaps they've gotten over that. And like, that's, I know that there's been a bunch of different things that have tied him to Nebraska, but 
I don't know. I I still think that he's probably going with Lincoln Riley wherever he may be. Speaking of that scumbag Lincoln Riley, he told reporters today that he's been excited by the progress that the defense has made coming into spring ball. Okay. He noted big individual developments in the weight room and on the field heading into year two. I made the hmm. joke with Parker earlier. One of his linebackers must have uh, tackled a homeless person outside the facility, and that's the defensive uh, progress he's been waiting to see. Oh wow! Well, um, you know they've they've done they've actually done well in the portal that for two years in a row they're starting to get the the roster changed around a little bit. They've got a couple of young players coming in. What's the kid uh, Tackett Curtis from? Yeah, he's really Louisiana good linebacker. is yeah, a really good. good player, and he'll probably. He may start as a true freshman for him. So they've got some guys coming in. You know, they've need some transition time, but judging by the way year one went, I think year two may be it like, that they have to to show that they've made quite a bit of progress. And the bad thing for them, unfortunately, is that schedule that they've got is tough. Backloaded and it's brutal. Uh, KU is the favorite to win the Big 12 basketball tournament yeah. this week. Surprise, surprise, at plus 250. Texas at plus 350. Baylor plus 450. K-State plus 700. Iowa State plus 700. Then you got the Oklahoma Sooners at plus 4,000 to <laughs> win it all in Kansas City this weekend. Uh, Texas Tech is plus 5,000, the, uh, the real long shot of the tournament. Dang. So you put in a... Putting a hundy down on OU plus 4,000 no, to win this week in I'm Kansas not, City. I was just trying to think, like, who would be the team that you would put it down on to try and get some How odds? How about TCU, TCU plus 800? Yeah. I mean, there's there's some odds there. You just I know they lost their last game against OU. Nah. But, you know. They weren't, they weren't trying. They weren't trying, exactly. The game didn't mean nothing to them. I guess the uh, New York Jets brass – Flew to Green Bay today to meet with old Aaron Rodgers. What do you think hmm. about that? I mean, there's been there's been rumors for Aaron Rodgers to to the Jets like as soon as the season in, well, before the season even ended. So, you know, you really want to test someone on whether or not they want to retire or not. Have them faced with going to play for the Jets at quarterback. <laughs> it used to be in the NFL that you knew that your career, like you were on your last legs if you played for like the Bills right. or re really the Bills were the team. The Bills are the like now it's the Jets, you know, that's what it feels Jets. like. Uh, uh, last one I have, Joe C uh, was asked about the future of the LNC today. He said they're still researching what a new arena could look like and how it might happen. They'll know more uh, coming up this summer. Uh, I guess they've hired an architect to reimagine the LNC with renovations. So they're looking into apparently redoing the LNC or a new arena. So what are the chances we'll whenever the architect comes back and shows him the LNC reimagined, he just presents a parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> They would have to laugh at that, right? <laughs> hey, do the parking lot, but still with uh, Doc Sadler's trailer sitting out there where it is right now. <laughs> you got to leave that there. Oh, that's great. Okay, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're simply the best. Your favorite summer outdoor concert series is back at Riverwind. 
Beats and Bites is here. Accept a settlement. Call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of The Rush. Coach Bob Stoops going to join us at 5.05 coming up next hour, so be sure to tune in for that. What do we got on the Air Comfort Solutions text line? Uh, Sark needs to ask Saban which team he would prefer to remove from his schedule, Auburn or Tennessee. That's from uh, Santa John. Uh, I guess that's that's probably what Saban is – maneuvering for exactly that uh let's see i don't want to i want arkansas to be a permanent opponent it'd be another little brother situation if we beat them it's because we should if they beat us once every five or ten years they print t-shirts no there's i think there's a little bit of truth to that perhaps uh guy says baseball game is over what have i missed today we signed three defensive linemen no, but Tyler's ready to give crystal balls for three defensive linemen, right? Mm, I mean, maybe four, honestly. <laughs> the top we have four not. that we keep talking about. There's, I think there's crystal balls on every single one of them to OU at this point. Well, let me ask you this, okay? Uh-huh. We can't sign anyone till December, but... Well, unless there are new rule changes in the NCAA. Right. Um, but... Are there any thoughts on when any of those big name guys may I commit? Think, well, when Ari is like June, Stone is probably going to be a while. He's going to take several more visits. If you're looking for one of those four defensive linemen to drop, like the first one, it might be Nigel Smith from the state of Texas. He's currently a four star right now. Maybe he gets to five-star territory, but he's going to be looked at more than likely as a high four-star. I, I would say maybe maybe he'd be the first one that could commit. So we're talking about the Waneri kid. David Stone, five-star S- defensive lineman. Stone. Who uh, played at Dell City in high school but moved to uh, IMG this, right. this past year. Nigel Smith, who's from the state of Texas, and Zadavian Sims, who's from Durant. Right. Zadavian Sims. Okay, of these guys, if you had to take just one player, who do you want? Oh, uh, Winery. Okay. Yeah. Winery. And that's maybe the one out of the whole group that they're yeah, in the best I'll, position on, maybe? I, they're probably in the best position for Nigel Smith, honestly. Okay. Now, it, it honestly, your question comes down to preference. Because Winery might be more of an edge guy who can shade inside. But David Stone is kind of more of a true interior guy. Right. But I think Winery's going to be the higher-ranked player. I, I would take him, but I guess it comes down to preference for for most people of what you want. Well, I have no preference on interior or edge whenever it comes to top players. But my one thing is I want whoever wants to be here the most. You know what I'm saying? All right, quick timeout. we got the final hour of the rush, and Coach Stoops coming up next. Mm-hmm. 